My name is Felice Gerwitz, and this is your special invitation to join me to a conference that will change your life. The Ultimate Christian Communicators Conference invites you to come as you are and leave inspired, equipped, and connected with some of my special friends. I will mentor you from the minute you sign up for the conference and beyond. I know that God has gifted you with the message that others need to hear, and this conference and our speakers will provide you with the tools to implement a plan that is unique to you. We want to help you to prepare for success and give you the information you need. Why is this conference so special? In a word, prayer. With our worship band, our hands-on staff ready to pray with you and for your specific needs, and the talent of our speakers, you will be ready to take a leap or take your business to the next level. For details, cost, location, and schedule, go to ultimatechristiancommunicatorsconference.com. I'm here waiting to serve you. Are you ready to do something about your great idea? Do you need help and encouragement to get those words off the computer screen and into the hands of an eager reader? What about podcasting? Do you have something you want to share? Well, I can help. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and I'm an author, a publisher, a podcaster, and a serial entrepreneur. And best of all, I'm your host on the Writing and Podcasting Advice Show. Visit writingandpodcastingadvice.com for more information and come on in. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone. Today, we are going to talk about connections in writing, podcasting, and publishing. This is episode nine. You can find the show notes at writingandpodcastingadvice.com. Well, friends, it's all about connections. Who do you know? How can you get an interview on a podcast? And how can you promote your book? Connections mean everything in the industry saturated with the mediocre and many times false information about writing and publishing. I want to thank the Ultimate Christian Communicators Conference. This event is for anyone seriously considering increasing their exposure as a speaker at upcoming events, as well as those interested in writing, uh, publishing, and uh, doing some networking among some of the leaders in the industry. This is not to be missed. This conference can be attended live, or you can purchase the recorded set. Go to ultimatechristiancommunicatorsconference.com for more information, and I hope to see you there. It's going to be um, a great event, and I am hosting this uh, the first in-person conference that I am personally hosting, so stepping out from my comfort zone, but I'm really excited to meet some of you there. Well, my story began backward. I had a speaking platform before I had a book, and this is actually a great way to begin because when you have a book, product, or service, you already have a willing and waiting group of people who are interested in buying what you have to sell. And this is something I noticed with audiences. If you come across as a very knowledgeable speaker, people are going to want to buy your book. It just happens naturally. And why is that? Well, for obvious reasons. 
Most of the time when you're giving a talk, and especially if it's based on a book that you've written, you can only share a certain amount of information in your talk. So you're going to select something that is very noteworthy or something that they want to learn more about. Therefore, they're going to want to buy your book or hire you for whatever your service is. You know, Michael Hyatt wrote a book some time back called Platform Get Noticed in a Noisy World, and it's a great book um, on creating a a platform, and that's one of the reasons I recommend that you begin with the podcast. If you have a lot of information and you're passionate about a topic, that is worth sharing. But how do you get there? And that's what this podcast is all about. It's about connections. I've worked with many people in the writing, publishing, and podcasting world. I've met some heads of large publishing companies and learned that I'm happy as a self-published author. As I may have shared in the past, I received and turned down a four-book publishing contract as well as several others. Were there times I regretted this? Yes. But then I know it was all for the best. One of the introductions to a large publisher came from a friend. He was actually an author, but his day job was an investment planner. I met him at a conference after he heard me speak on the topic of writing and publishing, and he liked what I had to say, and we had a nice conversation at my book table afterward. He was so excited to meet me, and he wanted to introduce me to his publisher, um, who was also one of his clients. It's all about connections. And I met this publisher, and um, unfortunately, we did not hit it off. Uh, One of the things uh, that you have to look at when you approach someone who could possibly uh, be a publisher for your book is that you have a clear idea of, of goals that you want to set. And that's really, really important. help us in our time of need. When I had my book publishing offer and read over the contract, I realized that I needed to give this company the right of refusal with any of my upcoming books. I also knew this company had a very narrow focus and my other books would have a larger market. These were not decisions I made lightly and it helped that I could go to a friend who had signed a book deal with another publisher and compare notes. I realized that with my goal, which was to run an online platform, it was a bit different than most. And friends, this is why going to conferences and attending in-person events are so important. I love online platforms. I ran an online um, expo for three years, and it was wonderful. But it doesn't help you to meet and make those connections that in-person conferences can do. And we live firmly in the world of home, family, and schedules. And for those of us who run businesses, we also live in a world of people we've never met, people who are dear friends, and we form these symbiotic relationships. So if you are a friend, and I'm going to get into that a little bit more, it will be amazing that you can meet people online that will help. And one of the things I have learned is that it takes much longer for an online friendship to solidify years as opposed to meeting someone and hitting it off like I did the gentleman who wanted to introduce me to his publisher. However, sometimes that is the only recourse you have, right, is to meet people online. So how do we use our connections? And that's the real question. 
Before we delve into this, I want to share what I call the secret sauce, and that is a piece of information that is really going to help you. Can you tell I'm a cook? Well, this information will make the difference in how others perceive you online, and the secret is to be a friend before you begin asking for favors. I can't tell you the number of times I receive emails from people who ask to be interviewed, and either the emails are from some slick advertising PR company that represents these authors um, or product providers instead of the person themselves. And I think the biggest problem for me, it's not that I don't like PR companies, it's that they don't know my audience and they're approaching me from a totally wrong angle. They obviously haven't done their research. Also, what happens is people are not exactly truthful. They'll email me and say, oh, well, we're friends on Facebook and I follow you on social media. And then I look for them and I find out we're not connected. So if you are going to tell someone that you are connected to them on social media, do be connected to them. LinkedIn is probably one of the best places that I have found that is a more professional platform than Facebook. Uh, Twitter and Instagram are great, but the connections in LinkedIn for me are more professional. If I'm not your friend on social media and you ask me something, even if you have the best product known to man out there, I'm frankly just not interested. One of the reasons is that interviewing takes time and work on my part, and you have to be a good fit for my audience. I'm going to do a a podcast coming up on how to get an interview and another one about how to have a great interview once you have, um, you know, figured out where you want to be interviewed. And that is going to help you tremendously because I have obviously interviewed many, many people in my day. And if I'm going to interview you, let's say you've written a book or let's say you have a service. I wanna understand a little bit about you, your history, your backstory, and I will, in addition, promote, promote, promote your interview once it is completed. It's work and lots of work. The worst thing an author or service provider can do is not share that interview with their platform. That has happened to me so many times. And, and frankly, to be interviewed on my podcast, that is something that I have been asking people for. There's a gentleman that has been a friend of mine for many years online, and I have previewed some of his books. He automatically is a giver, and he gives, gives, gives. And um, in doing an interview recently, he said, well, when it airs, let me know because I am going to share it with my platform. I didn't have to ask him because he's been in this business longer than I have and he knows how it works and he's a published author. So with people who know the industry and know how to have a connection and continue with those connections in a positive way, you don't have to ask. So you don't want to come off as a novice here. Do you see why connections are important? I've had people begin sharing my posts, comment on my podcast, or send me emails after receiving something from a mailing list. These are connections. These are people I may know or interact with. Sometimes, rarely, someone sends me an email that interests me so much, I'll ask for an interview. And I'm going to share with you in, in an upcoming podcast on how to get that interview. And they just knew what to ask me for. But again, 
It happens rarely. So here's my top tips for making the right connections. Be sure to connect on social media. Follow the person that you want to connect to on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. Those are my my biggies. If they have a podcast, be sure you listen, comment, and share. That is one of the biggest blessings that you can do for someone who has a media presence. Do they have a blog? If so, comment. Share, share, share. Do you see them posting on social media? Share it with your friends. Give, give, give. You can never outgive someone else. I love to read, and in my spare time, that's what I do. It's an escape to read something that is fun. So I have to, because I am in business, and I'm serious about my business, and I'm passionate about my business, I um, break up the reading like this. I read one spiritual book, one business book, and then one fun book. So I really was taken with the fun book that I was reading, and I began to follow my own advice, and I... Uh, Followed the author. I received a book free on Kindle, which is what really caught my attention uh, to begin with. And I really enjoyed this book. And this book, I believe, was one of her first books that she wrote. And I subsequently bought every other book that she wrote in the series. And then I got on her email list because she offered a free ebook if I did that, and I and I did. And I um, saw something come in my inbox. So you have to realize I get thousands and thousands of emails a day. And so I do filter them, and this one caught my eye. And so I read it, and she was looking for advanced readers, you know, to give you an advanced reader copy, and you could um, look for typos and things like that. Friends, I am an author consultant. I make thousands of dollars in consulting fees, and yet I signed up to do this for free for a lady I didn't know. And so in doing it, I um, one of the requests was to write a review, cop, you know, review afterwards, and then also to remark in the review that you received a free book. You know, that was the something you had to do a disclaimer. And so I happily did that, and she asked for reviews in three different places, and again, happily did that. And I got something back from the author that said, oh my goodness, you left three different reviews that were unique. And I thought to myself, that's weird? You mean that's strange? That people would possibly post three reviews that were identical on three different websites? Obviously, someone who doesn't know the importance of SEO, which is search engine optimization, a must for those of us who know what it means, you know, would do that. So I thought, why not ask this lady who seems really nice if I can interview her at some point? Because uh, she has uh, a a job that she's been at for many years, and she's an author on the side, which is really increasingly interesting to me because so many people tell me they want to write a book, but don't have time. And this is a case of a professional woman who has made the time to follow a passion of hers. And so I'd like to bring her on as a guest at some point. But here's the thing, friends. Do you see the progression here? Connections take time. They take work. And friends, you will be surprised at how a seemingly benign and kind thing turns into something more. I remember also going to an in-person seminar with one of the biggest self-published authors out there. And 
he I had written a book on writing and publishing, and my book was a simplified version of that. It was the Information in a Nutshell series, and it was on writing and publishing. And so here I am going to this author's conference and listening to him speak, and this is a man who had made millions of dollars, okay? He, he was the expert in self-publishing. In fact, he began the self-publishing movement, and his name was Dan Pointer. He began writing, um, he was a parachute designer, and he began writing books on that topic, and he became the number one bestseller in you know, books written for those who parachute. He ended up writing the self-publishing manual, and he was delightful. When I met him, he was really kind. And one of the things he said to us is, be bold and just ask. It doesn't hurt to ask. So I did. I asked him for a review of my book, and I handed him my book. And he kind of looked at me, because here I am, you know, handing him this, you know, information in a nutshell, writing and publishing, and this man had written the self-publishing manual, right? Well, he said to me, you know what? This is great. It's really short. And he said, uh, it takes some of them, you know, he just glanced through it. He flipped through it as I was standing there. And I had a picture taken with him. And so he said to me, here's my card. And he handed me a card with his email and his phone number on it. Now, friends, I would never do that. But this man was amazing. And he flew all over the world giving these talks. And so, um, and it's really sad because he died in 2015. I looked at his website and his website is has been taken over um, by someone else. So um, it's not, you know, it's, it's not up to date, but his books are still really relevant. And one of the things I learned from him, you know, again, is to just be bold and ask. So I asked him for a review of my book and he said to me, sure. And so I emailed him and he said, you know what, write up something and then I'll tweak it. Well, I never did it. And apparently, because I, I was like, how could I write something that this giant in the industry is going to tweak, you know? I mean, and, and that was the other thing I learned that some people ask you to write your own reviews. And I thought, gosh, that's really weird. So I ended up uh, not doing anything, not, you know, please don't take my advice here. And he ended up emailing me a review of my book, which he actually read, that was so much better than anything I could possibly write. And I followed up getting an interview from him. And actually, I'm going to look for that in the archives and see if I can find it and I'll replay it, although I'll probably be very embarrassed to hear myself so many years ago because I began... um, Uh, my first podcast in 2009, if you can believe that. We're in the year 2019 now, so that was 10 years ago. So I can't imagine what I sounded like then. But the point I'm making here is that, you know, I knew the man. I already had purchased a lot of his books, and I um, was, you know, someone that had come into his radar uh, somewhere along the way. And this was not the first um, time I had seen him speak live. So I think when people realize that, they realize that you're out on um, you know, social media and that you're uh, following them and that you enjoy what they're doing, then they're going to be more open to, to connecting with you and to conversing with you and then eventually uh, to helping you in some capacity. For example, in the past, I would introduce authors, and especially if I was consulting with them, to a buyer um, for a Christian publishing house. So 
those kinds of connections are invaluable and they can save you time in the long run. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And friends, you know, it takes work, but it is something that is so worthwhile. And please follow me on social media. Give this show a star rating on your favorite podcast app and share it with a friend. Um, Hope you plan on coming to the Ultimate Christian Communicators Conference so that we can meet in real life. And I hope to talk to you soon. Remember, the show notes for this episode are on writingandpodcastingadvice.com, episode 9. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the Writing and Podcasting Advice Show. You may contact me via email at felice at mediaangels.com or via social media. Let me know how I can help you launch your career.